Take a deep breath with me, listener. He said, Gretchen Campbell was a crank. Completely out of my mind. My own mother said that to me this morning. And texted it to me just now. So, thank you, listeners, for tuning in to this episode of Superheroes Are Hiding Something, entitled... Mr. Fantastic says there's an alive planet out in space with glowing lava pools for eyes and a huge mountain for a nose and trees make up its beard. But Mr. Fantastic says a lot of things. All right. Up next is Squirrel Girl, the unbeatable radio show hosted by Doreen Green, who listeners may remember as that weird girl who was always running off in class suddenly. Turns out that was to fight Thanos. Or so she claims. W-N-Y-E-S-U-A-M 1250 Empire State University Student Radio Sensation Honestly, Nancy, sometimes I feel like we're the only non-conspiracy show on W-N-Y-E-S-U. We're live, Doreen. Dang it! Who's the girl who's got the most power to defeat the nose? Make crime toes from coast to coast. Squirrel girl, squirrel girl. Who's the girl who brings the boom directly to Doctor Doom? Strongest hero in the room. Squirrel girl, squirrel girl. Helping everyone we know. With your squirrel friend Tiki Toe. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Squirrel Girl, and I'm still in way over my tail when it comes to radio. And I'm also still joined by my producer and roommate, Nancy Whitehead, who has her finger just hovering over the wacky sound effects button. I'm a woman of many talents, Doreen. (laughs) That's good water. For example, that's what I'd play if you discussed consuming some especially satisfying water recently. Can't wait. So, for those who are wondering what happened after we left last week, we raced down to the art gallery after a criminal stole starry night. We got tips on which way they'd gone, but the trail ran cold. Leaving us with nothing to do, we consume some especially satisfying water. Nancy Whitehead does not consume low-hanging fruit. And if you don't speak squirrelies, that was Tippy Toe, the actual squirrel. And she said, welcome back to our show, where we love to go after a master criminal live on air and then come back a week later to admit that they absolutely got away. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, honestly, my embarrassment at my first big Doreen slash Squirrel Girl case going poorly is matched only by station manager Mr. Smythe's, I will say, sincere anger that we used as equipment to broadcast live crime. So on that note, let me mollify Mr. Smythe by hereby saying, listeners, that crime doesn't pay. Nope. In the short term, does crime pay? No. Yes, clearly it does. But in the medium term, also yes. Nope. 
What, Nancy? I was gonna say that it doesn't pay in the long term. It's been a week, and our mysterious art thief criminal is still at large with free cool art. That's medium term. And they're doing just peachy. But we have not been sitting on our tails doing nothing. Every night we've been patrolling the Museum of Modern Art, and Tomas and Ken are actually there right now. Nancy, can you patch them in? If by patch them in you mean call them up, then yes. Since our last episode, I've mastered the art of putting phone audio on the radio. As have I. Also, surprise listeners, I, Brain Train, the only superhero who is also a brain in a jar on a robot body, was here in the booth with Nancy all along. In the medium of radio, anything can happen, and chaos reigns supreme. Brian. Yeah, yeah, one moment. We will complete the patch. Hello, you're live with Tomas Lada Perez, a.k.a. Chipmunk Hunk, the world's only and handsomest chipmunk theme hero. And with me on speakerphone is the biggest fish in any pond, the unsinkable, unthinkable, undrinkable Ken Coyboy Shiga. Hey, chums. Any news, friends? Yes, we had one nibble for our roommate position, but mm-hmm. it didn't really work out. New qualifier, any potential new Ken and Tomas roommates must not be Deadpool. Sorry, Deadpool. He kept on saying how he wanted to knock down one of the walls in our place. The fourth one? It was insane. I meant about the art heist. Clearly, I meant about the art heist. Oh, nothing there either. We got special permission from MoMA to be inside even when it's closed and it's quiet and boring and it's been like this all week. No clues, no heist. It's like our perp just disappeared. Despite our lack of progress, however, I think we can all agree that this criminal is about to get caught by us with admirable efficiency. Uh, is that a fish fun, Ken? Efficiency. Tomas, my friend, it is now. Hold up. Someone's trying to get in here. Hey, that's far enough, potential criminal. Oh, the front desk told me you'd be in here. Koi boy, chipmunk hunk, good to see you again. Uh... Oh, come now. You remember me. Oh, uh, but when we last met, I didn't look like this, of course. But tell me. Does my squirrel god form a reggae bells? Oh, yeah, hey. How's it going, Rachel? Sup? Shut up. Rachel Oscar is there? I thought she was still in Canada. Hello, Doreen. Hey, Rachel. I'm investigating this art theft as well. That's amazing! For context, listeners, Rachel's the shape-shifting as Guardian Squirrel God, no relation, who's also a close personal friend of your host, Squirrel Girl. She normally runs up and down the Asgardian Tree of Life, collecting and spreading rumors in that terrifying kaiju squirrel form, yeah? Yeah, she's known as Ratchetosker there. But there was this whole War of the Realms a while back, and she and I teamed up to fight frost giants in Canada. As one does. As one does. And I helped reform her. Now she uses those skills as a kick-butt investigative reporter undercovering corruption and whatnot. Rachel's great. I'd like to interview Ken and Tomas as part of my investigation, so... Do you mind if I borrow them for a bit, darling? Oh, yeah, no, no, go ahead, no worries. Uh, You guys will come back to the studio afterwards, yeah? Yeah, wouldn't miss it. Talk soon, Doreen. Amazing. 
So our criminal caller's doubly pooched now. Oh, it's a two times multiplier on the pooched at very minimum. You hear that, criminal? Me and Rachel are on your tail. You may have been lucky enough to escape this time, but they don't call all squirrel girl unbeatable for nothing. And it's going to be extremely validating for me when you go down. We're gonna catch you, starry night art thief. Uh, starry thief? Criminal, criminal night. Oh, fine art. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's the one. But we really shouldn't be giving them a cool supervillain name. Plus, we don't actually even know if the perp's fine. Although, beauty doesn't correlate with goodness, so they could easily be... You know what? We're getting off track here. Their getaway car could be their, quote, star vehicle, end quote. Uh-huh. That is humorous. The point is, we're going to bring the heister of Van Gogh's masterpiece to justice. I'm going to speak to you directly, criminal. Nancy, give me some foreboding music. On it. You may have eluded us for now, but... Uh... Uh, sex, sex, mislabeled tape, literal tape too, incidentally. It's the 70s up in this booth. <laughs> but we're on to you, and... <laughs> oh my god, uh, hold on. What is this? Doreen, honestly, this is the best option we've got here. I'll take it. Criminal. You may have temporarily eluded me and my super-powered reporter friend, but guess what? We're not the only heroes in the city, and between episodes, we discovered that bystanders saw none other than Spider-Man himself swing by at the time of your crime. Yeah, so watch out for Spider-Man, evildoer. He'll get you for sure. And, 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 and us! That's what I'm trying to say here. We're still going after you, too. So now you're in even more trouble, criminal. And also, if you're listening, Spidey, please uh, call us to compare notes and share any intelligence you may have at 646-647-3243. R.I.P. Banjo Music. And regular listeners, call in with your superhero advice questions, too. But also, text all your friends and tell them if they're secretly Spider-Man, they should please give us a shout. Nancy, such a plan could actually meet with success. That's why I suggested it. Doreen, line one. Hi, caller. You're on the air. How can I help? Hello, it's Leah Thompson calling. Oh, my gosh. Hi, I love you. Oh my gosh, Dippy Dippy loves you too. But can I just ask how did, how did, how 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 did you how are you a listener to my show? Um, well, you know, being a hardworking actress, director, producer, and most importantly, leading lady to the first Howard the Duck biopic. Well, it's just a cover to distract people from my crime fighting. I put on a fabulous costume and saved the day on a nightly basis. Oh my gosh, I somehow love you even more now. <laughs> you remember that time Thanos came to Earth last year? No. Well, that's because I defeated him outside of Pluto. You're in the defeated Thanos Club too? Doreen, I'm almost 18 years into crime fighting. It's not like I've never defeated Thanos before. Last time I did it by giving him some hardcore attitude. Wait, 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 how? Because he never listens when no, I no, no. try Attitude's to... a ballet move where you kick your leg up and it's kind of a, a bent thing. I also know ballet. Huh. But he was not 
not expecting that. Ms. Thompson, if this is all a secret, why are you calling in to tell us about it? Well, because nobody will believe you. And if anyone asks me, I'll claim it was merely a voice double who called in. But I'm calling really because I want you to know. I fight crime, I'm on your side, and one day I hope to stand with you in battle. Yeah, kick butt! Yeah, and eat nuts as well. <laughs> okay, bye. I gotta go take down some drug lords. Happy pride hugs, not drugs! Incredible. Possibly in the not-credible sense as well. Well, I know what I believe, Nancy, and I can't wait to kick the Phoenix Force's butt with iconic actress and secret superhero, Leah Thompson. <coughs> Ken, Tomas, you're back. How'd it go with Rachel? Hey, gang, it went well. <laughs> well, I see you, Ken. Ken's just saying that because wells are water things. Yes, they are. But yeah. It did go really well. We compared notes with Rachel, and she's going to continue digging into the crime, too. Love it. We got a caller, kids. Line one. I will say we're getting calls much faster this week. That'll keep Mr. Smythe from kicking us off the station. Yeah, Doreen? Heck yeah, it will. Is popularity truly the benefit of having a crime committed live on air during your previous episode? There you go, criminals. Crime pays. Um... For us... Uh, yeah, Tomas, you know, I feel like we shouldn't dilute our anti-crime stance by pointing out how, despite our best efforts, we're maybe kinda actually profiting by it. All right, criminals, crime pays, but not you. And it's still overall a net negative. Fair. Net negative. I didn't even catch that. You see what I did there? Damn, you're yeah, so you slick. Oh, I get it like fishnet. Ah, like, oh, come on, Tiffy, you know that was good. Hello, caller, you're live with Squirrel Girl and Friends. Hey, Doreen, Ken, Tomas, Tippy, Nancy, Brian. It's Timothy, the time traveler. Just wanted to say thanks. Uh, for what? For the advice you guys gave me. Advice? Yeah, overload the tachyon inducer by shunting the anti-time plasma feed into the secondary phase coil? Oh, worked like gangbusters. Did you possibly call into a different student superhero show? Maybe one with very similarly named hosts? You guys. Well, I gotta go. Time flies. <laughs> that's, a little, that's a little time travel joke for you. Anyway, oh, God. Thanks. Bye. That was weird, but honestly, not unusually weird for New York. Line two, friends. I want to do one. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got it. Amazing. You're live, caller. Let's take you from zero to hero. From dour to power with New York's hunkiest, handsome, crime fighter, the amazing Chipmunk Hunk. I stand ready to assist with my fist. Hello, friends. <sighs> it is I, Brain Drain. Calling from the booth directly beside you. Hey, Brian. I have prepared the weekly haiku segment you've all tacitly agreed to. <laughs> Thank you, Tippy. My friend, I accept your praise with humility and grace. This week's haiku reads as follows. The whole universe, far too big to hold meaning, and I am too small. Brian, that's distressingly bleak. Nothing holds meaning, bud? Really? Nothing? I merely conclude that the enormity of the universe is too large for it, and I too tiny. But the door remains open for an entity somewhere between those extremes to have inherent meaning. Hmm. Perhaps if I one day built myself a colossal body, I would find it in this 
I thought there is a fragile hope. Okay. Fragile hope. Fragile hope is a go. Nancy, we got a caller? We do. Line one, Doreen. I think you're going to like this one. Hello? Doreen Elaine Green. Anthony Edward Tony Iron Man Stark? Hey, girl. Hey, squirrel. Listen, I heard what happened with Vinny's oils, and I know you're going to crack this nut or case or whatever. Nutcase. Anywho, I just want to call in and voice my support, you know, like a like a good old man, Iron Man. I'm young. Oh, thanks, Tony. Hey, uh, Tony Stark, famously busy Avenger, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist, CEO. Um, how'd you know to call us? Oh, uh, Jarvis told me about it. Your military-grade AI told you about our student radio show? Wait, he interrupted your important Avengers work to tell you to call us right away? I may have been listening inside the suit. <laughs> I knew it. Well, there's no shame in that. Sometimes Iron Man has some downtime flying from coast to coast. And you know what? Listening to kids in their early 20s helps me keep my slang up to date. That's important when you're <clears throat> years old and denying the reality of your aging body. <laughs> Start. Tuning in to College Radio inside a flashy red hot rod suit he sculpted to have metal abs. No early midlife crisis there at all, bud. Exactly. Perfectly well adjusted. Okay, gotta go. Modoc's getting antsy. I'm talking to you instead of listening to a monologue. Keep eating, Dorian. Oh, y- yes, I will absolutely sustain my many yeets, buddy. Uh-huh. Bye. I calculated 87% probability these unkindnesses towards me will be your undoing! Are you even paying attention? If Modoc were truly a mechanical organism designed only for killing, he wouldn't talk so much. He's a coward who has glimpsed the insipid banality of his own desire. Mechanical organism designed for orating knavishly, more like. (laughs) (laughs) You should tell Tony that singer. Yeah? Uh, All right. uh, Line two, Doreen. As thanks for helping guard MoMA, I hereby kick this call to you, Ken. On it. Caller Koi Boy here, eager to help dispense justice. Also, eager to receive intelligence, in case you're Spider-Man calling. Hi, Gretchen Campbell. I do this show before yours. I think it's pretty convenient that Starry Night was stolen while you were on the air. When will you tell us the truth, Koi Boy? If that is your real name. It's one of them. Wait, uh, why is it convenient? Because it establishes just the perfect little alibi for all of you, doesn't it? It couldn't be you, because you were doing your little radio show. But we were doing a radio show. Or so you want us to think. The whole thing could have been pre-recorded. A scam to throw us off the trail. Gretchen, we've got a long track record of helping people, not heising priceless masterpieces. Which is exactly what made cashing in on that goodwill so criminally irresistible. With respect to my fellow WNYESU host, Gretchen, I don't think you're being very fair. With the Avengers, oh, I've personally the Avengers. just... Like Iron Man, who just happened to call up to because he was in on it? You hear that, listeners? We've got the most powerful people on the planet involved here, and who knows what they'll do next now that they know they can steal from us with impunity. Wake up! Tips, tips. I appreciate the support, but I can only say, like, what, what maybe 5% of that on the radio, tops? But, listeners, I assure you, I have no interest in stealing paintings, starry or otherwise. 
My only real interest is justice. <laughs> and squirrels, yes. And, you know, computer science and my friends. Look, among my very cool interests is justice. Truly a battle cry for the ages. Supervillains will be quivering in their boots. My gift to you, aspiring hero listeners. I think now might be a good time to throw the commercial, by which I mean press play on the tape WNYESU insisted I use. Hello, I'm Dr. Fisher with Today in History, a public service sponsored by this station. Today in History, the U.S. Senate ratified the Louisiana Purchase in 1803. Also, the secret wars ended in which all life in the universe could have been destroyed, but thankfully all that happened was that Spider-Man got a new costume instead. More on these fascinating historical events can be found at your local library, many in a cheeky comic book format. And we're back, which is perfect timing because we've got a caller on line one, Doreen. Caller, you're live on the air with what are allegedly six criminal art thief masterminds. Hey, Doreen, still listening. Now, battling Modoc, I had an epiphany. You did not just call someone else in the middle of my ultimate victory. Yeah, almost like that was a new type of repulsor blast designed to boomerang around you and hit you in the back of your colossal head. Huh. I honestly wasn't sure that would work. Okay, so, Doreen, here's the deal. I know you're an incredible crime fighter, but I don't want any galleries breathing down your neck about their stolen art, so I just bought Starry Night from MoMA. I'm sorry, you what? Oh, it's a party line. Hey, Koi Boy. Hi, Iron Man. Uh, I mean, um, Mr. Stark. Mr. Man. Sir, uh, please don't die during this call. I won't. These energy blasts don't even singe the paint. Stop. He lies. I've singed him plenty. Anyway, it turns out priceless really does just mean incredibly expensive. So now it's Starky Night, isn't that smart? And no public institutions are out of pocket but me. That's great thing one. And... Great thing, too, is since I'm going to donate the artwork back once my good friend Squirrel Girl solves the case, everyone can just relax. Relax, Modoc, with those wild allegations. See, money does buy happiness. I never said it didn't. That's why I'm trying to steal it. Hello? Hey, head, I'm not talking to you. I'm on a call. I gotta go. Modoc's butt isn't going to kick itself. Okay, pull. Modoc's butt. Can do anything. I will it to. Now behold its power. Tony, sir, Chipmunk Hunk here. <laughs> Tell him he's a mechanical organism designed for orating navishly. <laughs> of course, if you want. Ah, uh, love it. Later, kids. <gasps> Tony Stark is gonna use my zinger. Incredible. Hold the Hulk. Add in the hunk. <laughs> You know, studies have shown that if you're struggling, some money really does make you happy. But once you're loaded, it doesn't make you any happier than baseline. Then consider my expectations moderated. I will and have. New caller line one, Tomas. Hey caller, you got Chipmunk Hunk, the original baller, scholar, brawler. So if you need some help, you just holler. Tony Stark buying Starry Night proves this was all a false flag operation to increase the value of the painting so that the Avengers could sell it at a profit. Oh my god, Gretchen. He just said he donated back. Another lie that merely proves 
proves. Okay, the- by the power vested in me as Squirrel Girl, Gretchen and all other conspiracy theorists are hereby banned from the show. Oh. If you're a conspiracy theorist, you have to listen to Gretchen's show now instead of mine. Sorry, Gretchen. Free advertising, Gretchen. You can't silence the truth. The world will realize... So, hey, Nancy, are we screening these calls or what? Honestly, sometimes I chat with callers beforehand. Sometimes they call just before we need one and I just patch them through. Live radio, Doreen. We live on the edge. And hey, speaking of that, line two. Tippy, it's all yours. Hey, uh, sorry. I still don't speak a lick of squirrelies. Wait, your voice is familiar. Well, I expect it is, ma'am. Last year at the top of the Statue of Liberty, though back then I was shouting things like, You heard the boss, no tail thread is gonna stop us. Get her! Garcia the hench person. Uh, Garcia the regular person now, actually. Oh, of course. Of course. I'm sorry. Uh... How are you, man? You still working for Mysterio? No, actually, that's why I wanted to call. After we fought, I had a lot of time to think about what you said to me during the fight. You know, about how my life is worth more than someone else's orders. How my parents probably didn't raise me to just hench. That sort of thing. Garcia! And you were right. And I just wanted to say that... I'm a year clean of henching this Monday. Aw, congrats, man! (laughs) Yeah, thanks. It's a big thing for me. I work at a computer store now. I'm calling on my lunch break. Every day that the boss tells me I didn't follow his instructions, well, that's a good day for me. I'm so proud of you, man. It's just part-time. I'm also back in school learning how to work firewatch in the woods. That's going to be great for me. Plus, there's nobody around to tempt you with henching. So, I just wanted to say, you know, thanks. Aw, thank you, Garcia. You're going to do great. Don't tell me what to do. Ah, there it is. See? Progress. Yeah, I gotta go now. I guess I knew hench was an adjective, but I didn't know it was a verb. I'll say this, it does suck to get henched at. I can imagine. Got an arachnid-adjacent collar on line one, everyone. Arachnid as in spider, as in spi- as in Spider-Man? Did you say Spider-Man's on the phone? Squirrel girl. Spidey! Friendly neighborhood one, yep. I was uh, flipping my way across town when I heard you wanted to hear from me, so, you know, several times from many people. It's about the Starry Night heist last week. You were nearby, yeah? Yeah, I was swinging by at the time, but I didn't see anything unusual. Spider sense didn't even tingle. That's weird, isn't it? Also, hello, so it's this, uh, Koi Boy? We last met while you were fighting Craven the Hunter in an alleyway. Ain't that always the way. Anyway, no, it's not unusual that it didn't go off. It's a warning of danger, not a crime alarm. If it went off every time uh, the Green Goblin jaywalked, I'd be tingling constantly. I mean, that dude does not respect the traffic signal. So we're no further ahead in our case, and it could have been anyone. Great. Well, not necessarily. See, unlike Tony, all my major players are either in jail... Or laying low and uh, leading non-criminal lives right now on account of, I don't know, how good I am at stopping crime. Stark, thou hast been called out. 
<sighs> Indeed, but honestly, even Modoc's the exception. Things are quite all around. You ask me, this wasn't someone big. This is someone new who got lucky. And that's what my spider chips are on. Uh, gross. No, 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 I meant like spider chips like in poker. Still. Yeah, you're not wrong. Look, this is a great help, Spidey. Thank you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, before you go, I'm sure our listeners would love to hear you answer a few questions. Do you mind if I ask you some? I mean, there's probably a scene of a crime somewhere that, like a streak of light, I should arrive just in time at. But, okay, one or two. Gotta reload my web shooters anyway. Yes, okay, first question. Can you talk to spiders? Yes, anyone can. The trick is getting them to talk back. See, Nancy? Okay, second question. Are you an English major? Because last week this lady Gretchen in the booth before us seemed big into that idea because, you know, it's Spider-Man. Ah, no. I am a crime-fighter who simply knows how to properly compound an adjective. Anyway, who even says I have a secret identity? Maybe I do this full-time? Maybe I never even take off the suit? Maybe it isn't even a suit in the first place. Also gross, Spidey. Yeah, also gross. Okay, I am some guy in a suit. Uh, gotta go, everyone. Uh, please stop looking into my secret identity. I'm super-boring. Bye! I just gotta go with Spidey on this one. Just let the man live. Thwip and let thwip. Swing and let swing. Speaking of secret identities, you recently had yours outed by one of your villains, Doreen. Yes, and it sucked. My arch enemy blew me and Nancy's apartment up and then tried to kill me again in a completely different way. Which uh, reminds me, supervillains, please stop attacking the loved ones of heroes once you figure out their secret identities. Oh. It's so stupid. It is so stupid. You're going to go after them now when you know they're close to a superhero? They're the last people on the planet you should be taking hostage. Think this through. Yeah, kidnap randos. Or, you know, better yet, kidnap nobody and find a way to peacefully coexist within society. Yes, yes, that one. Do that one. Caller line one. Caller, you're up. Oh, man, we've heard that ditty before. Yes, it is I, Fine Art. My thanks for the shiny new moniker, incidentally. Come on with this. Okay, two things. First, Spider-Man is a fool to call me an amateur. I'm a professional who just happens to love stealing paintings and students' radio. Well, if you really love the show, you'd stop committing crimes. That's kind of one of the major themes of the show. Well, I don't know if this is the best timing on this, but I mean, if we're being completely honest, some crimes are good, right? Obeying an unjust law is itself unjust. Okay, yes, true, and civil disobedience is an important part of how society progresses. Indeed, the brutal yet prosaic truth of all systems of power is that they are self-perpetuating and therefore self-corrupting. But stealing art isn't civil disobedience, caller. You're not pushing society forward. You're pulling an effete, unremarkable theft. And you can't even do that anymore since we're all patrolling MoMA so much. Oh, you want me to do something else? Uh, No, please, clearly we don't. I'll give you something else. If you don't meet my next demand, heck, maybe I'll just... Kidnap the mayor. And your demand is that we keep doing the show. Yes, my demand is you keep doing this show every week. 
and are already doing the show. Don't steal art. Definitely don't steal people and stop trying to blackmail us. None of this makes any sense. <laughs> but it does. You just don't see it yet. <laughs> Fools. I'm off to the mayor's office to run protection. Tippy, on my tail. Ken and Tomas, wrap up the show and meet me there. Nancy, trace that call. Can we actually trace calls in here, Nancy? So, no. Uh, college radio clearly doesn't have call tracing technology. I barely even have Wi-Fi in the booth. Wait, guys, we're still live, yeah? Uh, Fine Art just heard we can't trace their calls. Oh, for crying. Attention, listeners. I... Brain drain, with the help of my fabulous titanium body, actually can trace calls. When my friends said they couldn't, that was merely an extended comedy bit. Thanks, Brian. It was extremely hilarious, and you should be laughing. Now. Maybe we should wrap up for today? Yep, you got it. Well, thanks to all our non-threatening listeners for tuning in. Yeah, thanks to the good ones. And we are out. I tell you you're on thin ice for broadcasting crime, that you play a threat on the mayor's life live on air? Mr. Smythe, I presume. Yes, Mr. Smythe. The manager of the station you're currently exposing to untold millions in legal liability? Sir, we assure you we're doing all we can to track down the criminal. Get out of here, all of you! This show is done, Whitehead! This show is not done. We don't want to hench you, Mr. Smythe. Excuse me? I'm not even sure I'm using that word. Are you in charge of the liability situation? You have no Mr. idea Smythe. how you much work you have to do. You, 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 no, 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 you no, no, have no clue no, 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 how much energy and commitment I appear to have failed to mute our microphones as a conclusion of this show. Nevertheless, tune in next week to discover if Mr. Smythe has cancelled our broadcast and in so doing taken the small source of joy from our brief, absurdly finite lives. On the next episode of Marvel Squirrel Girl, the unbeatable radio show. I promise I will do better at crime. That's not what I meant, Finar. You know that... New York will soon tremble before the shockwave blasts of the giant-sized shocker. <laughs> so, are you known as the regular-sized shocker now? No, just the shocker. It's not like a small, medium, and large thing. Do feel free to punch up our theme song, Freestyle Love Supreme. Bring, bring, bring. Broadway hip-hop group co-created by Lin-Manuel Miranda just gave you rap tips, Doreen. And you were in the room where it happened. I was in the room. I was in the room. The Sinister Six are no more. We are the Frightful Five now. Tell us she'll rue the day she meddled in our affair. Oh, the Scorpion wants you to know that you'll rue the day you meddled in our affairs. I'm, I'm sorry, how are we meddling? You're stealing more art. <laughs> Am I? Oh my God, when will I learn? Marvel Entertainment and SiriusXM present Marvel Squirrel Girl, the unbeatable radio show. Starring Milana Vintrube as Doreen Green, a.k.a. Squirrel Girl. Written by Ryan North. Directed by Giovanna Sardelli. Sound designer and re-recording mixer John Moros. Original music by Justin Huertas and Stephen Tran. Featuring performances by Crystal Lucas Perry as Nancy Whitehead, Leo Sheng as Koi Boy, 
David Morales as Chipmunk Hunk, Peter Herman as Brain Drain, Erica Schroeder as Tippy T Squirrel, Tina Benko as Rachel Oscar, and None of Your Business as Fine Art. Guest starring Paul Shear as Spider-Man and Leah Thompson as herself. Additional performances in this episode by Scott Aiello as Timothy, Rena Beth Apostol as Gretchen Campbell, David Wilson Barnes as Mr. Smythe, Mia Barron as Dr. Fisher, Hal Lublin as Modoc, Josh Rubin as Tony Stark, and Trini Sandoval as Garcia. Produced by Bernie Kaminsky, Brad Barton, M.R. Daniel, Zachary Goldberg, and Larissa Rosen. Sound services provided by Great City Post. Original dialogue mixer, Lucas Sanoff. Sound editors, Olivia Posner and Kat Iosa. Foley artist, Tommy Stang. Foley editor, Ben Cruz. Production coordinator, Charlotte DeAnda. Production assistants from Victoria Valenzuela. Casting by Andrew Fem at Casting by Them and Patrick Kotner. Marketing, Tim Dillon. PR, Tim Cheng and Haley Strickman. Theme song and radio jingle music by Justin Huertas and Stephen Tran. Theme song and radio jingle lyrics by Ryan North. Theme song vocals by Justin Huertas, Crystal Lucas Perry, Erica Schroeder, and Milana Weintrup. Radio jingle vocals by Erica Schroeder. Guitar by Justin Huertas. Music production by Stephen Tran. Executive producers for Radio Point, Alex Bach and Houston Snyder. Executive producers for Marvel Entertainment, Dan Buckley, Joe Casada, Daniel Fink, Lorraine Sink, Stephen Wacker, Ellie Pyle, and Jill DeBoff. And I'm Dana Berger, the person who's reading these credits right now. The character of Squirrel Girl was created by Will Murray and Steve Ditko, with additional characters created by Ryan North and Erica Henderson. Marvel's Squirrel Girl, the unbeatable radio show, is a production of Marvel Entertainment and Sirius XM in association with Radio Point. For more information, visit marvel.com slash squirrelgirl. This podcast was recorded under a SAG-AFTRA collective bargaining agreement. No squirrels or chipmunks or other animals were harmed in the making of this podcast.